I'm Brooke. I'm Ryan. And we decided to channel our energy while trapped in quarantine to give you the definitive ranking of the Kingdom Hearts worlds, a list that you probably never asked for. But you need, maybe. Full disclosure, we know nothing about games. But we are experts in Kingdom Hearts, sort of. World by world, we're gonna make you fall in love with the game again. And also with us. Maybe. So let's escape into the beautiful Disney worlds of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. A podcast. A podcast. Wow. Here we are. Here we are. We've made it through Kingdom Hearts 2. Brooke, I have been listening to this season, you know, as we go, kind of keeping in touch with sort of the big thematic questions. And something that we said that we would discuss at the end is do you brooke like kingdom hearts 2 that's a great question um (laughs) um do i like kingdom hearts 2 yeah i don't love kingdom hearts 2 but that's what i i think i touched on this last time i think like the end for me just defines the beans like it (laughs) it justifies yeah like it gets okay it it gets me and it gets me it redeems it for me there's enough good that I will continue to replay like I won't skip it like chain of memories I'm never playing again unless I probably Mm. will play it when it comes out on the switch I'll start it at least but like I will always play Kingdom Hearts 2. There are moments in Kingdom Hearts 2 that I love. And so mm-hmm. it averages out to like a gentle, a gentle lowercase L like. I don't like like it. I don't love it, but I like it. Well, what about you, Ryan? Do you like Kingdom Hearts 2? Well, you know me. I'm a numbers guy. I'm actually now adding together all of the scores of the worlds over the two and seeing if the average is higher or lower. Um, oh, I hate math. D- I don't put me in there. <laughs> it's already too messy for me. Okay, well, while you do that, I'm I'm going to talk about what we what I just figured out. So, um, if you recall, I've been talking about my desire to find a keyboard in which I can play catchphrases, and Ryan and I were gabbing before pre-show, if you will, and. I was doing some research and found an app that allows me to create things. Now, remember, this is in beta, so I will find a better quality for the next season. But not only can you, you also get a sprinkle of Goofy, our fallen and resurrected hero, doing his signature, wait for it. Great, thank you so much for joining me on that journey. So we'll be coming at you live with many catchphrases. So if you have any catchphrases that you want featured in the in the board, please DM us at kingdom hearts underscore pod and I will make sure to add them to the board. Thank you. Truly perfect timing because This isn't a scientific, you know, method exactly, because we're not saying that like 
you know, the average of all the world's scores is the score of the game. I'm just giving sort of the way you ranked last season, the way you ranked this season. So for this season, your average world score was 5.94. I'm rounding a little bit there. Uh, And last season, your average world score was 6.63. It's almost a full point difference. They are still, I'm, I am very hard uh, ranker. I'm a hard ranker, apparently. I think I'm nervous if I can be vulnerable. I think Please. I feel nervous to give high scores. It almost feels easier for me. And I think you and I, this is where you and I differ, is you like to lean higher and I'm like, I should only go low. I should go lower. Mm-hmm. When I go when I go high, you go low. All right. Well, we don't need to put it like that. <laughs> but aren't we here to be? We're here to be critical. We're here to separate the best worlds from the the one rest of the world. The rest and the best. And Brooke, I could be wrong, but we might be the first people in human history to develop this system to find a scientific (laughs) ranking of all the Kingdom Hearts world. Everyone else just, they just rank, 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 rank. We have numbers. We can back it up. It's an average. It's not one person's opinion. It's two, two good friends, two best friends going through ranking. And we have different ideas about what makes a good world. We disagree. So I think that we're the experts here. Everyone else, they don't know. They haven't lived yeah. and marinated in this as long as we have. And we did get a comment on our on our Instagram about last week's episode um, where you were showered with love and praise for your <laughs> generous, generous ranking of the world that never was. And Israel Root did not see where I was coming from with the nine nine from you and the 5.75 from me, which is fine. But I'm just saying you're not always the stickler. Should we get started? Let's let's do it. Let's start, shall we? So here's my I'll say. Does the music move us? No. And that's why coming in at number 11 is Atlantica. The nightmare of all nightmares. We do get some gems. We do get some, we do get some throwbacks. We do get to incorporate under the sea, part of your world. We get them. But we are also subjected to nightmares such as, but not limited to, swim this way, where we are, we do get the iconic have a bit of finny fun, which I lives inside of me and will be featured on the soundboard next season. Ryan, as someone who has self-identifies as rhythmically challenged, I feel like you have a lot of feelings about this world and you famously love Ursula. So please, if you have any last words, because this is in fact our last time going to Atlantica, Hopefully, hopefully. Well, you know, it is a 1.75, which I think 
you know, you mentioned Ursula's revenge. This world feels like Ursula's revenge on us uh, for, you know, defeating her last round instead of, you know, uh, fighting us, which she's a very powerful sea witch. Instead, we're subjected to uh, rhythmically hitting the buttons uh, and uh, destroying her poopsies. So, yeah, I, I could not loathe this game more, uh, loathe this world more. Loathe feels like the right word. Loathe. loathe. How is that, mommy? That's how I feel about this one. <laughs> Put that on the soundboard. And, and how's that, mommy and butt daddy? But daddy. But daddy. <laughs> Wait, did you see? So our friend Anne went to Disneyland. And I don't know if this this hat is, is real. But there is a hat that says. It says, but daddy, I love him. <laughs> On a hat. And I think they sell it. <laughs> Which is a crazy thing. Especially I with like how, how much daddy's it. in the zeitgeist. I mean, my sister, as you we have maybe spoken to, goes to Disney World quite often. And without fail, she sends mm-hmm. me a photo of King Triton on the Little Mermaid ride. Because he is, in my opinion, the ultimate daddy. Okay. Uh, table that for next time. Uh, moving on to our next uh, <laughs> somewhat uh, controversial where this uh, ended up. And I'll, honest, I'll be honest, I'm not sure I believe that this is the rank that this world should be in. Um, but I've been thinking, I've been thinking a lot about this. I've been thinking a lot about this in preparation for this conversation. So if you announce it, I do have some follow-up questions. Okay, great. So number 10, coming in right ahead of Atlantica at 3.75, we have Twilight Town, which is, you know, Roxas's home base, perpetually Twilight. It's got trains. It's got trolleys it's got tasks and it's got a struggle was the world a struggle brooke over to you so i think it is i think it did maybe fall prey to the fact that it was the first world and of the game although (laughs) destiny islands didn't have this same did not suffer the same fate Mm -hmm. I think that though lovely and beautiful and arguably has the best music in the whole game, Twilight Town remains tedious. And I was curious, as you said, you've been listening back, what we talked, I don't remember like what we talked about that made us rank it so low. But I think it's because it just is like exposition town. It's just pretty and it holds a lot of sentimental and story value. But I think as a playable world, it I do think it lives where it belongs. Belongs. Yeah. Brooke, your power I stand your by. power persuasion is always formidable. And actually what we said is it's tedious, it's confusing, it takes such a long time to figure out what's going on. It it kind of plops us in this hazy summer vacation world and expects us to sort of piece together what's going on. In fact, it is a, um, in some ways, a twin to Hollow Bastion, uh, where Hollow Bastion is just giving us a lot of exposition and it's a little confusing, but Hollow Bastion is very fast paced and there's like a lot of like 
boss battles and there's the cavern of remembrance and there's just so much going on that twilight town feels like the same like chaos but just at a very slow drip drip pace so i i would agree twilight town at number 10 and what a beautiful segue coming in at number nine probably the farthest fall from grace we could have had hollow bastion coming in at a 4.125 see we have specific numbers here we're not giving you a round number we are giving you the nitty-gritty so you're like wow 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 no no 4.125 and there is paths there are swarms there is rocks hitting heads potentially killing our beloved companion but not actually a lot of teasing happens in hollow bastion a lot of random characters pop up in hollow bastion oh mickey's here oh these three fairies that really have no purpose in this game and i still don't understand maleficent sacrifices herself but then comes back later suddenly we're introduced to all these concepts and all these characters and all this organization things there are Ansoms and Xanorts and Xemnases. There are so many things happening in Hollow Bastion that, if I'm being honest, I don't think it's hollow anymore. I think it's a full ass bastion. <laughs> I will say the 1.25 is probably the secret Cody villain's veil that Brian discovered. This, there's confusing castles. I was I was just gonna say, you know, two words. All I have to say about this world is villain's veil. Leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it there. Uh, speaking of perfect segue uh, from Villains Vale, where Maleficent is uh, tuning in to the hull of the cornerstone. She is looking for a new castle because she don't like Villains Vale, that crusty, crusty, decrepit, confusing twin castle in Hollow Bastion. And that brings us right to Disney Castle. So, you know, we've seen this world in Kingdom Hearts 1. We've seen the gummy ship room. We've seen the bushes. We've seen the library. We've seen the throne we room. Don't go, we don't go there. We don't go it. We see it. We see it. We see the action yeah. happening, unfolding. We don't get to explore it. So there's a bit of, you know, is it going to live up to expectations? Eh, eh, not so much. You know, you kind of got what you needed to get. There's a lot of stuff with trying to keep Minnie from, you know, being harassed by the heartless and then you go to steamboat willy world which is cool to be in black and white to have this fun tune vibe going on but there aren't any good bosses you spend a lot of time fighting heartless inside of tv screens and i'm gonna be honest old cartoons freak me the fuck out 4.5 4.5 anything to add bro if the biggest journey that I've gone on through Kingdom Hearts 2 is my love of Pete. <laughs> and I really think from beginning to end, Pete is my delta up of Kingdom Hearts 2. I am like, how delightful that we get an earnest, confused, black and white Pete in his truest OG form. But yes, incredibly creepy old mickey mouse original mickey mouse not mortimer mouse hot shot cha are you drinking wine oh yeah should i go get some out of a mug i mean hot shot cha every night's ladies night you were drinking it out of a mug so i wasn't sure well yeah i'm gonna need a glass of wine after this one all right 
Coming in at number seven, we have not one, not two, but a three-way tie. We have Old Worlds revisited and turned upside down, almost unrecognizable, nay for the sand. No Kurt Zisa in sight. The Cave of Wonders got a makeover. Someone called TLC because they hired trading spaces and nobody told us. What is it? It's suddenly big. There's a castle. Who are you fighting? You've got Sperm Jafar. You've got Big Jafar. You've got Blobby Red and Blobby Blue. <laughs> no coherency again another big fall from one of our favorite worlds in the first game you did agrava dirty coming right behind it which honestly surprises me we've got the land of dragons and for china it is you've got probably the best uh, aligned with the movie world but you're running around. You're running around so many different terrains. You've got winter. You've got cliffs, and I don't understand. You've got a bamboo grove. Not enough Mushu content for me. We got the Land of Dragons. You've got a tornado, Heartless. And there she is. And then finally, in probably the most unsettling animation in the whole game, almost as, I would say, more unsettling than our next world. That's a spoiler alert. Sorry. But... You've got a human Sora next to a human Orlando Bloom, and they look like they are from different things. It's the Port Royale. And you are riding boats. You are chasing nobodies. You are looking for coins. You are fighting Jeff. Jeffrey Rush? Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> I kept trying to say Jeff Bridges, but that would be a very different uh. movie. <laughs> You're fighting Jeffrey Rush. You're you're seeing weird parallels between Zora and Captain Jack, which that doesn't really make sense to me, except they're selfish. You have the hardest puzzle piece in the game, Port Royale, more like Frustration Royale. And all of these got a perfectly rounded six. I just got to say, I this is the thing I was thrilled to see because all of these worlds in my mind, I'm like, I'm sort of excited to go. But I don't really enjoy it when I'm there. I'm like looking forward to it. But you're, I feel like you were composing this the start of a song when uh, talking about Agrabah. Like, we've got sperm Jafar. We've got big Jafar. We got that. Like, it's it's <laughs> like the op. It's got such energy to that. Like, I wish the world captured that sort of energy. Yeah, it's like Agrabah, been there, done that. It was pretty much perfect the first game. Why mess with perfection and make it worse? Land of Dragons, I would almost say, like, of all of these is the one I look forward to the most. But it's not flashy. It's not a flashy world. It's just, like, a solid world. But there's nothing about it that I'm like, ooh, yay. I feel like Land of Dragons for you is, like, that person that you go on a date with that's, like, perfect for you on paper. And you're, like, super excited to go. And you're, like, they have – it's a big – it's a big map. It's got the Disney boss. Like, it has all of the things that should be perfect for you. And yet it just doesn't – there's no spark. There's no spark. No matter how many fireworks you 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 launch up a mountain, the spark's not there. It's, like, you're – listen, you're attractive – you're you're very large, uh, you know. You you've got all all seasons. <laughs> yeah, there's there's, there's there's there wasn't magic there. You know, there's not a lot of magic. You know, you have the wisdom of the emperor. 
you just don't. Oh, and lest we not recall, I'm sorry for interrupting, but probably the biggest grievance I have with the whole game is that they tease you with the thing on top of the arrow, on top of the pole, and it's not a mini game. And I will never let Square Enix live that down. Uh, Yeah, you want to give me a rhythm game? Give me Make a Man Out of You. That's that's a rhythm game I would play gladly. Um, But they, they, they didn't go... For the risk, they they played it safe, and that's why they got a six. And then Port Royal, yeah, don't even need to say that much about it. It's it the visuals freak me out. It's very dark. There's a hard puzzle piece. The Barbosa fight is almost good enough to redeem it, but I just hate fighting those pirates that you can only attack in the moonlight. Very difficult. And then they, they shoot you with a gun. Not for me. Six. Moving on to our sixth ranked worlds. You heard me talk a lot about it. Uh, I've got a soft spot in my heart for this little computer bug. Uh, our friend Tron, call me by your Tron. It's not a movie either of us have relationships with, but it is a cool novelty to be inside the computer, very well integrated into the plot. It's a fun 80s retro vibe lit up and you know there's not a lot going on in the world we don't like being in the windows 95 maze we we i can appreciate the aesthetics but the sark and mcp boss is awesome all i can say is delete 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 is that the best the user can do 6.375 slightly above our big triumvirate um but uh but not by much. And now we are, here we are in our top five with a quite a big leap. We have what probably, I would say the, these next two worlds and correct me if I'm wrong, were probably the biggest discrepancies between our two scores, I think. Um, Actually, because no. coming in next, we have, no? I, I, I gave it a, seven you gave it a three point or sorry that would be a discrepancy i gave it a seven you gave it a 7.25 wow i thought you for sure liked it more than me okay well if you like running errands then you'll love going to the beast castle you have to run the castle itself stunning absolutely beautiful if you ever watched the Beauty and the Beast movie and you are us as children, this is probably a little bit of a dream come true for you. However, you don't get epic bat- boss battles with Gaston, the handsome villain. No, you have to help Mrs. Potts and Cogsworth light some fucking flames and then put them out. You have to move the wardrobe. You have to do all of this, like, oh, action command, Cogsworth having an anxiety attack. Like, uh-uh. No. And then the boss you fight is like Beast being con- like, I don't want to fight the Beast. The beast is pal. Beast is bae. Beast becomes handsome love interest. No. You have to fight Zaldin and his on the bridge with a stupid teleportation bullshit. No. I mean, I, I feel like I shouldn't be so mean because I do, I do think it is aesthetically pleasing. It does check a lot of box. I feel like for me, the Beast Castle one is my perfect on paper. Mm, mm. It's a great movie. It's got great fodder. I love all the characters so much. And yet, here we are. Ex- excuse me. What was that? That was Marlin oh. growling it's... like a beast. Oh. 
I guess. And here he is. He wants to be on the podcast. Do you have something to say about Beauty and the Beast? Mm -hmm. You've got big LeFou energy. LeFou, a great bit. LeFou would have fit so well in the Kingdom Hearts canon. Anyway, do you have anything to say about the Beast Castle, Marlon? Castle should have been bigger. Oh, that, that was from Marlon. The castle should have been bigger. That's it for me. Because um, basically, you just get the East Wing and the West Wing, the ballroom, and the lobby. That's it. Where's the North Wing? Where's the South Wing? That's all I'm saying. Coming in next. Where's the library? The library. That is a sin. We should have had a boss battle in the library. Fought LeFou. Oh, but we, we do have to speak to the Bob. You love the boss battle with the chandelier in the ballroom. So fun. So fun. <laughs> Would have loved to have fought the library, too. Uh, coming in controversially at number four, we mentioned it earlier on the podcast, but still a respectable four, the world that never was. It's coming in at a 7.375. So Brooke was crazy about the aesthetics Wait, of the... What? Wait, Ryan, 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 Ryan. Sorry, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, We're going to have to go back because I just need to... And I, I forgot to say... And the Beast Castle score is 7.125. Fix it and post. Fix it and post. Carry on. Coming in just a few points ahead of that 7.125 is controversially the world that never was. Our number four world is a world that never was. The world that never was at 7.375. So... Brooke and I had a pretty big discrepancy on this. She liked the aesthetic of the world. She didn't mind the repetitiveness of fighting the bosses inside the castle. She didn't want to ask questions about who was living in the buildings in the city. She didn't mind the lurking of Kyrie and Ansem Riku around you. She didn't feel like it got tedious and repetitive. No, she loved the world and that is her right. I, however, was a touch more discerning. Brooke, anything to add? <laughs> Just spilled a fly and it landed in my wine. <laughs> I'm trying to do that. Oh my god. Um, wow. Maybe it didn't. Okay, well, here I go. <laughs> Um, just reminds me how good of a bug's life would be of the world. Anyway, uh, I love this world. We get our best, we get one of the best boss battles of the whole game. We get, yes, it has flaws. Certainly it does. But you know what? What great thing doesn't? And then coming in at number three, at a 7.875, we are getting into the quarters here. Ryan does not give us any any wiggle room. He wants you to know that he does his due diligence. Fun fact, everybody, I did not kill the fly. It is certainly still here. So there is no fly in my wine. Anyway, we get the Olympus Coliseum. We've been here before. I would say of all the worlds that we revisit, this is the one that delivers the best. It says, hey, look, we're in the Olympus Coliseum. And they say, oh, no, we're under construction. And things are bad now. You have to go down, down, down to the underworld, way down in Hades Town, And that's where we go. 
I personally hate the skateboard ramp. Ryan, you love it. I think it's, I died there more than really anywhere else in the game. And that is something that I, that is the hill that I literally died on. So you get good bottles. Was the, the Hydra battle where Mickey comes in, maybe the most frustrating moment of my game? Absolutely it was. But it's beautiful. It's big. It's, it is there. You have not one, but two sections of the underworld to explore. Then you have a whole other thing. You have the, what is the underdome, which is not as fun as the Olympus Coliseum, but is fun indeed. And you get a random Final Fantasy character who maybe is supposed to mean something to us, but maybe doesn't. But you also get some good Pete content. 7.875 for the Olympus Coliseum. What's not to love? I mean, we take all the best things about the Olympus Coliseum. The last game, we love the tournament, and we put it in a world with a story. We expand the world. It's just like you said. It gave us a world we had last time, and then gave us something new. I love it. I love it. I love it. And speaking of loving it, but not loving it as much as our second place world, which is a little bit of my two favorite holidays, rolled into one. It's Halloween Town. It's Christmas Town rolled into one and coming in at number two with a score of 8.375. We loved this world. It's another one that built on what we had last time, but gave us a little something extra. We get to see Sora meet Santa. We get to shoot presents out of cannons. We get to fight Oogie Boogie on a very difficult conveyor belt. And um, did I mention that Sora meets Santa? Have I said that yet? Did Say it I... one more time. Sora meets Santa. It's very, very important yeah. and very beautiful. And we get cheery, cheery music. And it's just a very well-balanced world. We get a heartless fight in Halloween Town. We get a... Disney fight in Christmas Town, and we get another very sad little robot that is also a heartless, maybe, that we fight in the second round, which isn't as good. But uh, he has a skull for a pelvis, and that's the experiment. That's all I got to say about that world. Coming in at number one, we have your friend and mine. Pete the Lion. <laughs> That's all I have to say. No, we get we get a vast world. We get a, a world that we've always longed to see. We get to interact with some family favorites. We get Pride Rock. I'm sorry. My dog is being an absolute menace. Hold, please. To be fair, he had put Pumbaa under the couch he has a he has a little Pumbaa toy and he was just saying oh are you talking about pride rock i guess i gotta hang out with Pumbaa." dogs are smart so they know dogs are smart dogs are smart so coming in at number one we have a land of pride we have a land of many many locations we have maybe too long of a grasslands area but you get to visit worlds that you had always dreamed of visiting you get the elephant graveyard you get the oasis hakuna matata central you get rafiki's cavern you get the den at pride rock you get all of this and more in pride lands 
you have Ghost Scar, you have perhaps the greatest gift of this game, Lion Pete. Why, how, for what? Because as we recall, Pete is in fact a cat. So why can't Pete just be Pete? Because he's already a cat. Nope, they needed to say, make him a lion too. We get Simba, we get, we get scenes from the movie, we get to watch Mufasa die in Kingdom Hearts. I love this world. Ryan? I don't have that much to say. It's iconic. Uh, only thing is, I wish we could have seen Pride Rock when it wasn't so gloomy. It's very gloomy when we see it. Only, only the gloomy version, which is nice to have brightened it up a little bit. But yeah, it's our favorite world in the game. The only thing is we can't level up our drive forms because we're lions slash turtles slash birds and there's no Zazu. But we're willing to overlook that for the general epicness of the world. The one thing I'll say is that I think you can will agree with me. If we could, the Cavern of Remembrance would be the number one rated world on this list. But because it is not an official world. I don't know if it would be the number one. Oh. All right. Okay. Where would you put it on the list? Where would you put it on the list? I, I think I, I think I would put it first. Wow. I think I'd put it maybe third or fourth but it's a great standalone thing it's just it's a little lonely mm, i see what you're saying i see what you're saying that's i mean as are we, goofy and donald not with you in the cavern of remembrance they're not with you the whole time no is that true how would they they, they don't have drive forms do they Oh, because when you're you're using drive forms, they disappear. Thank you. And so, yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, yeah. That's one thing going into Birth by Sleep. It is one thing that I do miss about the first two games. It is, it's very lonely because your characters are usually just by themselves. Well, yeah. My question for you is like, what are you most looking forward to in Birth by Sleep? And what is it something that you're like, maybe not so hype about? I would say the only thing is just the sort of loneliness aspect. It's nice to have people in your party because uh, people fighting on your behalf is a big, is a big thing. But I'm so excited for the magic, the the melding of commands. You know, it's the best. See that I think the melding of commands and like that's such a that's such a big part of it is something I'm nervous about doing without looking anything up. Mm. See, I think you have to and look things up. I mean, you make the rules for me. Well, it's it's so up to you. It's I'll up to do you. It. Do you it's wanna fine. do you wanna try it without looking things up? I'll go as much as I can. I won't look up any of the gameplay itself. Mm-hmm. Um, per usual. I will say I wish it was a little more that aspect of it was like a little more intuitive, but mm-hmm. I am once I I think once I'm like once I remember it, I will I will be I'm, I'm very excited. These are 
it's this is the this is like the meat and potatoes of the series, which you know shouldn't be the game that no one plays, but here we are. Here's here's one question: Will we rank the the arena world, the uh, Mirage Marine wait Mirage Arena? Is that its own world? Is that going to rank, or is that like Cavern of Remembrance? I think that's like Olympus Coliseum. So it's a world. Maybe. Okay. Like first first game. Like we, I think we can we, we can put though. we can put the like the game. Yeah, no, I know. Like I think we can put that or it could be considered because I would say that like the like game, the like Mario Party aspect of it is like Hundred Acre Woody. Mm-hmm. Where it's sort of like it helps like you definitely like do it because it levels up your magic, but we can we can we can see how the first one goes because are we gonna rank it like I'm curious like there's a lot of layers to birth by sleep and the rankings mm-hmm. are much more complicated because like do we rank each of their worlds and then average and then average R2? So is it like because like sometimes Terra sucks and Aqua's rocks. So like how do we how do we well, this is something we'll have to chew on before we record next. Yeah. How we want to average our averages. I think it might be one of those things, and listeners, if you've got an idea, let us in, where it's like, well, you know, the first part was so-so, the second part was pretty good, the third, so I'm going to give it a six. Yeah. And are you doing any particular order of their journey? Like, are so for those of you listening... <laughs> The way that we're going to do Birth by Sleep is we're going to play each world as each of the characters and then talk about it each like as a world as opposed to going through and talking about, you know, that would be a much longer season. So we're, we're going to condense it in this way. So I've at least I've started with Terra. My, my impulse was to go Terra Ventus Aqua but I would be happy if you have another suggestion. That is what is the recommended order I've learned. Is it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. For game. Well, I feel purposes. like Aqua, I mean, Aqua's, I feel like Terra's based on my, my, my cavern of remembrance, Terra's is like the most informative, but Aqua's is the most important. And then Ventus is also there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's right. I <laughs> The first time I ever played, I played Ventus first. And I was like, oh, okay, this is good. And then Terra, I was like, oh, wait, this is so much more interesting. Yeah, I think I played Terra first. Because mm-hmm. he's hot. Damn straight. So I'm excited. How do you feel? How are you feeling? We did it. We did. We got through it. We did it, Joe. Um, Yeah, it was a bit of a slog, but I feel really good that we've we've completed Kingdom Hearts two. I'm not in any hurry to play again. I'll say that. I will be playing in January 2022 or February 2022 once it comes out for the Switch. Uh, And for those of you who have inquired, the one of you, I have Ryan and I both started new jobs. Um, and so now I have access to a monitor, so I will be figuring out streaming on Twitch 
probably early 2022 based on like Black Friday and holiday requests for gifts. I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm 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 going to hold myself to it. Um so if you have recommendations for what my username should be, um I don't think it should be exclusively Kingdom Hearts, but I'm down for something Kingdom Hearts inspired. Famously, my first screen name was Mini Mom Seven Eight Seven. Have we talked about this? Mini Mom. Mini Mom Seven Eight Seven because I looked like my mom. Um, it was around the Austin Powers. It was around the Austin Powers time, mm-hmm. so Mini Me was a thing. And then I was seven. I was almost eight, but I was still seven. Like the numbers Seven Eight Seven have no significance to me. But that was the thought process behind it. Mini mom. Mini mom. Well, bring, I say bring, bring it back. You want to be mini mom 787 on Twitch? Can you? It's a, it's a starting point. Honestly, I feel like I'm almost 30. I'm going to be drinking wine. Like, maybe that's it. I don't know. I don't know. If you have suggestions, please let me know. Ryan, do you have any, any, final, any final thoughts, words of wisdom? words of anthem the wisdom i'm just i'm grateful goofy survived i'm grateful we all survived profound well that wraps up this week's world thanks for listening don't forget to rate review and subscribe if you're looking to connect our heart follow us on instagram at kingdom hearts underscore pod and if you want to enter the realm of darkness that is our lives follow us I'm at Brooke Wiseman. And I'm at Rye Bernston. See you next week with another Kingdom Hearts Worlds and Kingdom Hearts ratings. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast.